Hey, welcome in. Welcome in to episode 23 of the Oh No Disc Golf podcast. It's your boy, it's Kyle, as always, here, <laughs> one of your co-hosts, also known as The Hat. I'm here with my wonderful co-host, Eric, also known as The Bald. I actually have a little bit of hair right now. You need to shave, buddy. I know. And we're here to brighten your day. Hopefully, we can put a smile on your face and have a wonderful episode for you guys, so... Eric, what's your random tangent for today? Throw more putters. Get out there and throw putters on holes that you don't think you can throw putters on. You'll get better. I love this advice. So good. It's so good, Eric. If you like do you know putter only rounds, all that stuff, just just test the limits, push your limits with a putter. The reason you throw putters is to show when you're making mistakes. They'll, the, the putters will show your mistakes much more than a driver will. So a putter is not going to, typically, unless you're throwing a zone, which is barely a putter, it's not going to correct your form mistakes as much. And because when you start driving putters long, far, you're going to start to feel really good about yourself and you'll have confidence. True story. Yeah, when you can throw a putter as far as like the person can throw a driver, it's pretty cool. And you know who likes to throw putters? James Conrad. James Conrad. We'll talk about him later. (laughs) We have a wonderful episode for you today. We are going to talk to you guys about what we did this week and some of our Ono moments. We're going to tell you a little bit about what's happening over in Discmania land. We're going to break down the worlds for you, and we're going to give you our top five oh no moments that happen at Worlds. If you can't get enough of us here, check us out on all of the social medias. That's Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. We have an awesome YouTube channel that is growing. And as always, our two Patreon subscribers. Thanks, guys. You guys are the MVPs. You guys, you guys are holding down the whole company at the moment, meaning Eric and I. Yep, the bald and the hat the bald in the hat thanks guys wouldn't be here without you if you're in the market for a disc which i mean who isn't head on over to starframediscs.com that's s-t-a-r-f-r-a-m-e-d-i-s-c-s.com and use the code oh no to get five percent off you can use that same code over at our teespring store that's teespring.com backslash stores backslash oh no disc golf that's o-h-n-o D-I-S-C-G-O-L-F. And the code is oh no disc golf. It's right up there if you can see it on the YouTube if I have this up ever. And that'll get you free shipping. So go get some gear. We've worked really hard on that merch. Go go support us in the best way possible. Get some merch along the way. For the first time since we started the podcast, me and Kyle were able to play disc golf together. We've played disc golf a lot, but just never after the podcast started. So right. just want to clear that up. So it was it was fun. It was a big deal. Not like a big deal, but like, you know. It was a big deal for us. What did we play? Four rounds? It was a big deal for us. We don't get to play, or we haven't gotten to play very often. We got we played all summer. So yeah. went from like playing all the time to none. And it's just been difficult so and we feel like we both improved quite a bit since 
we've seen each other last, so it was fun to to watch each other play better than what they used to. Back at and we're you. still, you know, still neck and neck, even though we haven't been playing with each other. We're still kind of right at the same skill level. I was afraid he might come home and beat my butt, but he he did win uh, in Cass City, so which is like my home course. One time you you won in Wicks. Yeah, but that's nothing to be proud of. Yeah, I was having a really bad round, but yeah, it, you know, all kinds of nostalgia for those courses. It's it's the courses I grew or you know started disc golf at Cass City and then Wicks Park. So yeah. Uh, and you'll see a lot of the stuff on the Instagram just to check out like what kind of stuff we were played at. Not just the Instagram, but also our TikTok and the YouTube. He does it all, most of it. I uh, I'm just on Instagram, so <laughs> I forget there's other things. I try and cross post as much content as I can. Yeah, so if you follow us anywhere, you'll see kind of what we dealt with, what we played, how we shot, some funny moments. Two rain rounds I played. Oh, yeah. I was like, I didn't play two rain rounds. One was in Freeland, so it was playing almost like a rainforest vibe. Rainforest and muddy. It's the most wet I've been in a long time. That's sad. The only part of me that was dry, I was wearing a rain coat. Just like, so at my neck to, you know, my head was dry too. That was lucky. So... I mean, I was, like, moderately prepared, but I wasn't wearing the right shoes or anything. So, anyway. Did you throw a disc in the water at Freeland? No, we went and played the short tee. Uh, It was really pouring. Yeah. And, like, really, I didn't trust that I even could get a grip because by that point, I... Everything was wet. Mm-hmm. Everything was wet. So it's like, I could, but at the same time, I was just trying to make his day better. Right. You know, cause I was playing I was playing with the groom from uh, the wedding that I was in town for that morning, and it was the day of his wedding. So I was just trying to make him make sure he had a good round. We didn't want to throw a bunch of dust into the water. Fair. Somebody died in that pond, too, so he can't go in there. Wait, what? Really? Look it up. Is that why you can't go in there? Because someone died in it? It's not the reason, but like it's a dangerous pond, I guess, to swim in. Oh, interesting. Didn't know that. Fun fact. Yeah. Well, not not fun. <laughs> <laughs> so then we also played a rain round in Cass City, and boy, did it pour. Air got really wet. Yeah, I didn't even try. I was just like, hmm. I had an umbrella for you. I had an umbrella too in my car, and yeah, just uh, I I use the umbrella, and I maintain mostly dry. Yeah, yep, nope. I just uh, I just let myself get wet, and I was okay with it until I got home and smelled myself. Then I was just like stinky rainwater mustiness. Yeah, my sh- my shoes were really rank. <laughs> That'll happen. Wet garbage. I had, oh, you know, I, they were still wet because I had to fly back to Michigan. No, not to Michigan, to Colorado from Michigan. And 
I put them in a like one of those hefty bags that was really heavily scented. So they actually smelled okay when they came out. They were like, you know, I think it was like flowers or something. Little trick for you now. If you, uh, you know, just played a rain round and you don't want it to stink, throw it in a hefty scented bag. Put them in a garbage bag. Make sure you tie it real tight so that the smell doesn't get out. Bada bing, bada boom. It worked. It's redneck, but it worked. Yeah. Welcome to Michigan. Yeah. Disc golf was fun there. Yep. Kyle hit a lot of trees. I hit a lot of trees. If you haven't seen the videos yet, go look. I'm posting pretty much everything that we did eventually. Yeah. I'm working on it. I mean, we'll post, you know, like four videos a day or something. So it'll take a while. Yeah, we're just, we're working through it. We got to make sure we don't get too weird on the videos. We were getting weird. We, yeah. Speaking of weird. Speaking of, speaking of weird, <laughs> Eric, the the bald. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah. So we talked quite heavily about trying to record a live podcast like an in-person podcast uh you know while we while he was home and it didn't go well i don't know if we just had so much laughs build up but we basically recorded about an hour long laugh track yeah accurate we got really silly and that's where we came up well kyle came up with we our new nicknames are the bald and the hat and for some reason no matter what we did we couldn't come off had of that. to say it yeah it was the only joke that i could do in the intro for some reason so we are going to release the video to the patreon members at least one of them i don't know if we'll release all three Cause it's like an hour long. It's more than an hour long of us just like, yeah, la- literally laughing and then walking off camera and complaining about chairs and it's really it's really funny. It's really rough, but it's so funny. It'll be on our Patreon. Yeah, do the do the thing. Let's say it again. It'll be on our Patreon. No, you have to. So if you want to see it, oh. go subscribe to our Patreon. Yep, check it out. So that you can see that video. He's better at that. Do the things he says. I think that's all the personal stuff. I'm just going to touch quickly on what Discmania has going down. Oh, no, wait. Nope. He's not all done with personal stuff. Okay. I met I met Tony. Oh, yeah. We met our special, our, our guest, Tony Ryapel. Well... I met him before. Never mind. Kyle just met him for the first time. Thanks, Eric. Yeah, I did meet him for the first time. He's a super nice guy, extremely tall, a full head higher than me, and that was really interesting. Yeah. Well, he used to be a bodybuilder. And you could tell. Yeah. Pretty jacked. He could kick my ass. Yeah, well, there's a lot of people that could kick my ass, so I'm not that worried. That's about so it. true. Yeah, that, I mean, that's really true. Like, I'm I'm not a fighter. Uh, yeah. So yeah, we found his destroyer um, on hole three at Wix, and while we were looking for my wraith, and he just happened to be right around the corner, so he swung on by and grabbed it in the middle of our round. And it's really lucky that we found it because it didn't have his name or number on it. 
Eric just knew it because he had seen it on the Facebook that he had lost it. Yeah. So, like, literally anybody else picks up this disc and just immediately goes, chucks it into a tree. You know what I mean? And that's two years of him trying to season this disc and make it perfect. Yeah, it's a 19 Heimberg Destroyer, which are his favorite. So, even if he didn't post it, I probably would have checked with him. Lucky I found it regardless. Yeah, I'm, I'm so glad we were able to get it back to its home. And it yeah. was cool to meet him. It was a good little opportunity that was so random. Right. Hopefully we can have him back on again soon. Yeah, more forehanded. Yeah, we need. I need more. I'm still bad. <laughs> I think that's pretty much it for our personal news. I'm just going to touch quickly on what's going on over at Discmania. As most people know, Discmania is kind of one of my favorite manufacturers. I don't bag strictly their discs, but I like a lot of them. But Dismania is finally making their own discs, uh, molding and like doing doing all of the steps. So yay! They're releasing their like top five original lines, original molds, which used to be made by Innova. And they just released the prototype prototype P2s. And throughout the year, they're going to be releasing the DD3, the PD, the MD3, and FDs. And then I think next year, they're going to start going through the rest of them. I actually got to hold a prototype P2 earlier today. Where at? At Stonegate. And during Ooh. my Tags League, uh, one of my friends was at Worlds. And he he was there when James like hit the eight. Uh, sorry, spoilers for later. But anyway... He, he had a prototype P2 that was signed by KC White. That's sweet. He was throwing it. Signed discs fly better. They do. He was throwing very well. He beat me by one stroke. So, I mean, that's proof right there. Yeah. Just that P2 that did it. Absolutely. Not me throwing bogeys. No. <laughs> it's the P2. It's the P2. That's it. That's the only thing. But anyway, they're going to be making them in Sweden, and there's already rumors that they're just having Latitude 64 mold them, and then they're just stamping Discmania on it. Um, So that's pretty silly, but I don't believe any of the rumors. Those are just some of the things that are out there. They said they had their own factory. Yeah, but some people don't like to believe that. Yeah, so that's, uh, that's what's happening with Discmania this year. Very exciting. I'm excited. Kyle doesn't bag a whole lot of Discmania, but... Instincts? I know. I was just saying a whole lot. Yeah, I would be on them more if they were more widely, or, you know, were more widely available before this. Like, That's fair. I can't spend $50 or like 30 on a base plastic putter, you know? Potter? No thanks. You're a potter, Harry. You're a potter, Harry. Europe. <laughs> you're a wizard potter so yeah that's pretty much all the disc golf news let's uh hop right into what happened at worlds because it was exciting i hopped i hopped <laughs> kyle how much of worlds were you able to watch i know you're pretty busy this week but i was very fortunate that my flight was delayed an hour and a half so i was able to catch the final round of worlds like the back nine so the important stuff the important stuff that's what i that's what i got in i was able to watch that and that's it so far 
but I, you know, I it meant I got home at two a.m., but at least I got to see James Conrad throw it in from two hundred and forty-seven feet. Yeah, it's, I think I said two fifty-two on Joe Mez and two forty-seven on Sports Center, and just somewhere and, in there, yeah. two fifty. Call it two fifty. Yeah, that was amazing. Already calling it like the best shot ever, and I can't. I almost screamed in an airport. <laughs> You're not supposed to do that. Yeah, that's uh, that's usually frowned upon. That's a no-no in an airport situation, typically. That's an oh-no. It's a get-tackled-by-security kind of thing, so. <laughs> <laughs> I tried, <laughs> but I was like, you know, I was like holding my phone. I was just like, "Oh!" You know, I was just like, <laughs> "Oh yeah." yeah oh, no, if can... anybody was yeah watching around me, it would have been hilarious. I can completely understand because I literally screamed, but luckily I was at home watching it. So, yeah. Um, but both sides, MPO and FPO. We're both right down to the last minute, you know, like really close races the whole way, which was awesome. It was probably out of all everything I watched, if when I need something to go back to, I'm probably going to go back to watching this year's Worlds. Everything about it was awesome. I'll have to catch up on Jomez. Yep, Jomez and even Gatekeeper. And Gatekeeper. And is there GK Pro coverage? Uh, I think they might have did FPO, but I can't remember. There's a lot of good there's FPO a lot, out there. A lot too, of coverage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of good I need FPO to catch up on it all. and MPO. So, watch was there it a all. practice round? Yeah, I missed everything. Yeah, practice round is at the fort. Um, it's pretty funny, as usual. Anyway, just to break down. Who came in which place? Coming in third was Nate Sexton at 35 under. And then Macbeth and Conrad tied for first at 39 under. And Conrad threw the 250-foot shot to tie it up to send it into playoffs. And they went to hole 16, which he aced earlier in the tournament. He threw a perfect shot, and Paul McBeth throws it out of bounds. Game over. Oh, no. James Conrad, first world championship so far. Yep. So if you someone you guys were lucky enough to get some Bendy James Volts out there, hold on to them. <laughs> or sell them immediately because they just went up in value tremendously. Yeah, but they might go up more. Good. So, yes, very exciting. And the whole, like, back nine, there was a chance from people coming from the chase card and kind of taking it out, taking down the wind. Um, Chris Dickerson. Yep, Chris Dickerson and Nate Sexton were both right there. Chris was tied for the lead, like, with nine to go. Yeah. That was crazy that he just, like, parred out, essentially. Yep. Yeah, which is, uh, yeah, it's like his his type of golf, too. My uh, brother called the Conrad win on June 20th, too. So, 
You said he's picking picking Conrad for the underdog and pulled it out, pulled it off. Hard to bet against Paul Macbeth. Yeah, sure is. I mean, it took a 250-foot throw in to... To beat him. That's crazy. Yep. But I can't believe he's, he threw LB, too. Like, what? I don't know. I guess Conrad, see, Conrad's just proven you got to throw putters, man. Because his shot has such a low probability of anything going wrong. Simple hyzer with a putter. Oh, but there is so much probability. Like, there's there's all that all that tree you can hit if it doesn't come back enough. He's throwing, like, 90 foot off a target. And it's just a hyzer. It just comes yeah. in sideways almost. Super soft. Yeah. I think there's more that could go wrong with, with the, the putter throw. Who threw OB? Um, I don't know. Who? All right, moving on. Then in the FPO, it was just as tight. Lisa Fakus came in third at seven under. Paige Pierce at nine under. And Katrina Allen wins her second or third? I would have said fourth, but I didn't know. I think it's third world title um, at 10 under. And hers, there came down right down to the last hole. Katrina threw almost a very similar upshot as James Conrad, but didn't have to throw it in. She just had to put it close. She puts it close enough for a putt, and Paige kind of biffs her upshot, and Katrina takes home, take, take home, take home. I can't speak. Words. Takes does home the, words. the win. She does the words. She took home the win. Hmm? She took home the win. She took home the win. Yep, there you go. That that sounds better. So, yeah. That was Worlds. Was Paige a, Pierce. This close to another world title. Being a six-time, which would have been exciting. Would have been, but that's cool. How did your pick with uh, uh, Kona Panis work out? Not good. Not good at all. Rough. How did Haley King end up? Fourth. I think. Yeah. Didn't do too bad, but three, two, one. Top five. Oh yeah. So as mean as it might seem, we are gonna count down the top five biggest oh no moments of the world championship. We're not making fun of anybody because they could beat us with both arms tied behind their back. It's just what we do. We pick we pick the bad moments because yeah. that's, that's what we do. And yeah, makes them seem more human, which is nice. Um, True story. Starting off at number five, I kind of talked about it just a little bit ago, but coming up on hole 18, Paige Pierce is just laying up for her par. She goes to throw her Last little upshot, maybe 100 feet to the basket, I'm guessing. And she completely, like, short arms it, saws it off into out of bounds. And she's still, like, 50-ish feet away. So she doesn't have a good chance. And as, as you know, she misses her putt, which would have been for bogey now. And takes a double bogey. 
giving Katrina the win. Like a person does sometimes, you know? Yeah, not, not Paige yeah. Pierce things. No, but shit happens. If you watch, like, the coverage, there was, like, a baby crying or someone yelling. I don't really know, but, um, like, right right as she's kind of releasing it. I'm not saying that's what messed her up, but it was just kind of weird timing. That was number five. Number five. Moving on to number four. Chris Dickerson, hole 12 on the final day. He's just starting to make moves toward the lead and, like, making his, like, real, like, push. And he just barely goes OB behind the basket. And it kind of, like, you know, stopped that push. And he just kind of barred out from there. Yep. Right after hole 12, took a a bogey hole 12 and then just parred out the last six holes it's not just, fun and it, well, like it's crazy because that could have been just any other day it would have been ah whatever you know and right. move on but because it's finals it has it has that it has much to happen more, right then yeah, yeah. pressure everything yeah. has to happen right then yeah and he was he was doing pretty freaking good right up until that moment he wasn't like shooting lights out but he was doing chris dickerson things for sure Making pushes from the chase card. I mean, yeah, that's Chris, Chris Dickerson. Thanks for sure. That is a Chris Dickerson. <laughs> uh, number Word, three. Words. <laughs> back to the FPO side. Hole sixteen. Lisa Fakus. Can't remember exactly how this went down, but she steps up. She throws. I think she landed inbound, inbounds, and then proceeded to four putt. She just couldn't get her putter to find the chains. Well, sorry, they found the chains. She couldn't get her putter to find the bottom of the basket. She had lots of, like, you know, hard putts to the right side that just kind of pushed through the chains and just kicked out the other side. And then finally, the last one, she just threw it too hard, you know, right into the center post, and it just kind of spit out right back at her. And it was heartbreaking because just like Chris Dickerson, she was – Kind of pushing, you know, getting close to Cat, getting close to Katrina, and I mean Paige, and uh, I feel like that's just what those this course was doing to people. Moving on to my number two, Kevin Jones on hole sixteen, same hole we were just talking about. Rolled OB after shooting from the drop zone, so he was already shooting for par. Yeah, if he would have made the putt for par, he would have made the putt for par. So he was really close, but rolled OB, and then did a center chain spit out from there. So that's what, triple bogey? Something like that? triple. So not good. Another another sad, really solid performance from Kevin Jones, and didn't place anywhere near where he played. So sad. But, hey, he's... We'll go with the words class act because he, uh, you know, can weather the storm in that way and just keep smiling. Pretty sweet. Yeah, he is. Uh, he definitely has, I think, some of the best mental games, mental game out there, just able to mostly shake it off and just go for it on the next one. Yeah, was, uh, I think he, he's going to have uh, have a lot of world runs in his future because – 
losing like that will really teach you. For sure. You have to learn how to lose, then you can learn how to win. Before we get to the number one oh no moment that happened at Worlds, I want to give out one shout out to Ezra Aderhold for his ace spit out on 16 as well. He sidearmed, I want to say a raptor in there, came around the back of the basket, kicked into the back of the basket, spit out, and rolled out of bounds. And it's an island hole, so no matter where you go out of bounds, you're shooting from the drop zone. So, And if you want to see an awesome, what I think is a basket hit, Eric thinks I went long with an Ezra Aderhold nuke, go check out our YouTube, Instagram, or TikTok for that. Check it out. Tell me whether it hit the basket or went long, because I think it hit the basket. Nope. So, comment. Let us know. The number one oh no moment, which was an oh yes moment for everybody else, but an oh no moment for one person. Conrad's throw in from 250 feet on hole 18 to force the playoff. Everyone screamed, including Paul McBeth, thought it was awesome, and then it set in that he now has tied him. Yep. He was really happy and really sad at the same, or really, you know, like not happy at the same time. It's... Yep. He still thought it was sweet. You know, there's no doubting that, but there was still that Amazing little bit throw, of him like, but... oh no. Right. Like that, that. And then he throws it OB on the first. Yeah. It's just, well, disappoint. it's a disappointing performance in his eyes now, you know? Yeah. Here's what I think is crazy, right? Everyone was talking about how pressure's on Conrad because he's just, you know, he's he's amped up from throwing that shot. But really, the pressure automatically switched to Paul McBeth as soon as he threw it in because Conrad has 16 dialed. All the energy then was with Conrad. Well, that, yeah. Con- Conrad has 16 dialed. Two, Paul McBeth, I mean, he, he I know he wasn't, like, just giving up and, you know, I got it in the bag type type thing because that's not his person but he had to have been relaxing a little bit more knowing conrad was that far out of place and then all of a sudden had to like turn it right back to full full mcbeast mode and that's never easy so i don't have any mcbeast mode so <laughs> me either mckyle mode which yep. is just when i eat mcdonald's and then get the squirts on the course <laughs> oh no oh no on that note that was our top five yeah that was our top five and that's episode 23 thank you for listening today we talked about some oh no disc golf rounds we were together for the first time reunited and it felt so good kind of (laughs) shit we're, we're partners. The bald and the hat. The bald and the hat back together again. It's your boy. <laughs> anyway, and then we had some oh no moments like that one just now and some dismania news. Secondly, we had Worlds Breakdown with Eric Wolverton who watched it and top five oh no moments from Worlds. Eric, read some ads. <laughs> If you can't get enough of us, make sure to check out 
all of our social medias. We have an Instagram, a Facebook, a Twitter, a TikTok, a YouTube, and a Patreon. It's Ono Disc Golf at all of those. Shout out to our two Patreon members, Sean and David. Thank you for supporting us. You can join them. You can join them. It's easy. It's like a, laugh you could do like a dollar if you wanted to. That'd be Just sick. Just to check Thanks. out the laugh track. I'd shout you out for a dollar. Yeah. I've done worse for less. Accurate. <laughs> also, make sure to check out all of our merch at our Teespring store. It's teespring.com slash stores slash oh no disc golf. You can use the code oh no for free shipping. If you're in the market for some new plastic, head on over to starframediscs.com. That's S-T-A-R-F-R-A-M-E-D-I-S-C-S dot com. And make sure to use code ONO for 5% off. That's it. And that's the episode. If you made it to this point in the episode, as always, you're my favorite. Thank you so much for listening. If you have the chance, go ahead and throw us a review on Apple Podcasts. That really does make a difference. Hit us in a messenger. Send us yeah, a message. I mean, Say hi. Somebody messaged us earlier and asked us what our favorite disc was on Instagram. And I thought that that was just so nice. I was just like, oh, it's just random. Oh, uh, yeah. I asked him what his favorite was. And we just started now talking. It was cool. I don't even know who the kid is. Anyway. Me neither. Message us. I know mom taught us not to talk to strangers, but... But we're, we're nice people, and we, we're bored, so we're good at talking about disc golf, too. All right, Eric, let's get out of here. Let the listeners go go about their day. Hopefully, we put a smile on your face. Sorry we weren't together like we promised, but it we're was really dumb. bad, guys. Yeah, it was it was really unlistenable. So Check out the Patreon, is, and you'll yeah, see Yeah, check why. out the Patreon if you want to listen to the unlistenable content, because it was really bad. So we'll, have, we'll put it on there. I'm, it's embarrassing, so... You can see we're not perfect, because we obviously come across as perfect on the podcast. So perfect. (laughs) Well, that's it for the bald in the hat. Bald in the hat out.